0: All right, welcome to the latest episode, everybody. This is going to be a good time, and I'll tell you why it's going to be a good time. Uh, first off, I'm thrilled inflation, if you think about it this way, inflation may keep the stock market rising, and here's how. Now, this is not exactly a good thing. Um, I think the stock market's going to be flat in all actuality, but if you want to measure it, um, the best way to measure uh inflation is through gold i really do strongly believe that the best way to measure how bad inflation is getting is the cost of gold how high is the cost of gold rising you know it's not the best but also the consumer price index is another way to measure inflation which is honestly the one way that i do it the most so consumer price index is your main bet um first off it's really cheap to borrow money this is Put that out there right now. Um, but here's the thing, and I want to just put these two and two together, and I think people need to realize this.
1: Uh,
0: what happens is when you print a lot of money, right, um, it devalues the amount of money that's out there, right? So the spending power becomes less. Also, it creates more demand. The problem is demand outweighs supply, so everything gets more expensive. Um, you put a ton of money into circulation. You put a ton of cash out there. just it devalues everything that exists, everything. So um, the consumer price index basically measures how much things cost for the consumer. Now, the consumer price index is going to raise like crazy. Look, inflation, <laughs> inflation affects us all. Um, it affects gas prices. It'll affect everything. So sure, whether, even though your stocks are growing, that's great. In value, um, sorry. Even though your stocks are growing in value, this does not necessarily equate to a good thing. And I'll tell you why. So the growth that you're seeing may not be growth at all. It may be just to keep up with inflationary forces. So I'll give you an example. If I saved $100 right now and then five years later, I, I cashed out and got that $100, right? Just saved it up. No interest, no nothing. Maybe I put it under my mattress, right? So that $100 is now technically worth in buying power, I should say. It's still $100, absolutely. The buying power, though, may be more like $50 in five years, maybe $25, maybe $75. It just depends on how bad inflation actually gets. So the the point I'm trying to make is, cash is a decaying asset because it's not it's a currency and currency should never be considered long-term holding plays what i tell people <laughs> this is really important you want to own you want to own assets i don't care if it's stocks i don't care if it's real estate i don't care if it's fucking crypto
1: that's think yeah, crypto oddly enough is more valuable than the dollar um i don't know but i do think it's an alternative um so Bitcoin, yeah, hell, I'd rather
0: own mostly Bitcoin than the dollar. Um, people have lost faith in government's ability. First off, people have lost faith in governments for a long time. I think now it's hitting a turning point. I think people are really getting sick of being told what to do by by governments, by anybody, really. And I and I, I applaud anybody out there who's standing up to authority because we're tired of we're all tired of getting told what. To We're all tired of being told what to do. Nobody likes to be told. Um, The levels of forced compliance that exist out there in today's age is a little disheartening,
1: to be quite frank. (laughs) It's just just awful.
0: And what I'm seeing now, what I'm seeing, (laughs) I'm seeing that if the market rises, as the market rises, it's actually, you know, it's funny. when, When the stock market goes up, it's actually kind of a sign how crazy inflation is because remember if you keep printing money right and if people keep spending money that looks good for the economy i mean it looks good on paper right earnings are going to be great you know P- but here's the thing you have to raise the prices because the demand is getting higher and your supply may not be able to match the increasing demand so earnings reports are going to look great for a lot of these companies here's the problem though while the earnings reports look hot and sexy and beautiful, uh, the you know people are going to buy into the company because these earnings reports keep looking great quarter after quarter after quarter, but that's only because of inflationary forces. The company's probably not doing a damn thing different. So in all actuality, what you're not seeing is real growth. 10%, 15% growth, sure, that's what it looks like on paper. But if you compare that growth to the... Inflationary forces put on the dollar because of how many dollars are printed. uh, You might just be matching inflation. Inflation is it's it's a it's a weird thing because you know, like I was telling you with that analogy, the hundred dollars I just put it in there for put it under my bed for five years and take it out, and its power becomes less and less over time. And what I'm trying to say is. That sure, I may have had a ten percent gain, in in a year, maybe a fifteen or twenty percent gain, but how fucked am I on the other indexes, right? On the consumer price index, for instance, when when I when I decide to cash out on my assets for the growth, right? Let's say I decide to cash out twenty percent gains, right?
1: The problem is that. The gains may not match.
0: And if, if, if they do, whether they match or exceed, may only be just a little bit. In, in f- comparing, oh, it's such a tricky subject to explain because I'm not the best at explaining it. Uh, essentially, there are so many dollars out there in circulation, and we just keep printing more money. And so the value of the dollar continues to lower and lower and lower, it just gets worse. And this is what I'm trying to inform everybody it's getting worse. So. As our government prints more money, obviously there's so much cash and and supply and everybody's getting cash and blah, blah, blah. The demand for products gets higher. Obviously costs are going to go up and then that in turn reflects on the earnings report and then like I said, that reflects on the earnings expectations and then the price goes up because everybody thinks the company's doing really well. Like I said, most of these companies are not doing anything really all that different than what they were doing before. Um, The only problem is we're just printing so much money, and they're just getting more money because there's more demand for their products because there's more money out there, and money is easy to get. You know, it's so easy to fucking borrow money too. It's actually insane. Uh, It's cheap as hell to borrow money from the government. So it, it's a win-win in, in a weird way. It's a win-win situation for a lot of companies until until they high they raise the interest rates. If the government raises interest rates. Makes it more expensive to borrow money. It's going to be pullback like we've never seen in the economy. Economy, so we're going to see massive pullback. I just want people to be prepared for this because the pullback is, is a real deal, right? There's always going to be. I'm trying to trying to explain this in a way that makes sense, but there will always be pullback once uh, once interest rates raise. So you got to keep this in mind. Um, so I guess what would be the smart thing to do at this point? Well, the smart thing I would recommend everybody do is, um, keep, keep cash on standby. All right. Because there may be a pullback in stocks, the stock market, you know, because like I said, money's so easy to get right now at low interest rates. Um, we are looking at, I mean, we're looking at one of the greatest inflationary periods of all time. Things are getting worse and worse and worse for uh, money. So that's why savers, if you're saving money, you know, I, I would, if I, if I had a savings account, I would rather just put it in stocks to be quite frank, because at least stocks will eventually multiply, you know what I
1: mean? At a higher rate than what your savings account would be. Um, I don't know. I just think that from what I know, it's, 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 it's wild.
0: Maybe I'm a little pessimistic sometimes and I'll admit I can be. But I also do know that we're on, we're on an interesting path right now. The most interesting path we've ever seen. We've never seen this amount of money printing. And it's, I mean, if you want to kill capitalism, just print money, you know. That's like the number one rule, you don't print money. <laughs> but we just keep kicking the can down the road. So I will tell you this. Do you want to really protect your ass? Don't get gold, bet, just bet against the stock market, to be quite frank. I bet against the stock market by owning some UVXY I keep that as an insurance policy if the stock market crashes I look at it like this let's say the stock market does crash I could get unemployed things really bad things could happen but if the stock market crashed really really hard I would be really really rich because of the amount of the UVXY that I hold and uh, we all know that a crash can happen a lot faster and a lot more rapidly than long term growth now however I'm still very bullish on the market so i still bet for the markets over time i just continue to buy as the market i buy more of the uvxy slowly um just as an insurance policy um i'm optimistic as much as anybody else is but i'm not stupid i think um the market could crash it really can and i think we're looking at we're looking at some of the i think we're looking at some bad times here man i just think that We're not being, I'm not going to say we're not being realistic. I'm going to say that we're not being, we're not being as skeptical as we should be. Uh, Everybody's flowing, putting their money in at rabbit, crazy rates, and we think these good times are going to last forever. They're not. And corrections happen. Corrections are healthy. Uh, The problem is nobody's calculating. Nobody's putting the corrections into their equation. It's a little bit frustrating. So I see, and look, I'm fine. Keep pumping it up. The more people pump it up, the more they're helping me out because I get to buy more of the UVXY at a lower cost. Now, of course, I bet against the UVXY. So as I bet against the UVXY, those contracts get worth more and more every freaking day. So, hey, keep pumping up the markets. Either way, I win. But the reason, um, and I want to tell you guys the reason why I invest like a hedge fund and I think it's really important to know. Investing like a hedge fund allows me flexibility. It means if I'm wrong on any of my bets, at least I can minimize how much I lose, right? And this is why, this is why acting like a hedge fund is so much fun. And I, I wish more people would act like a hedge fund because their, their way of thinking is actually not exactly too shabby. In fact, it's really brilliant if you think about it.
1: Um. But, yeah, the reason I think, like, a hedge fund is is purely because,
0: I don't know, like, if you're playing with volatile assets, for instance, you kind of want to think like a hedge fund. You still want to bet against the volatile asset, but you still want to be able to bet for it, um, at least if it's a negatively volatile one. <laughs> I've done some interesting things with,
1: like, Sundial Growers, for instance, which has been, inter- it's been an interesting project, but... um. Yeah. But I do hope you guys are actually enjoying this. I'm trying to make uh, the most
0: fun show I can possibly imagine. I know these shows get really in depth and really technical, and I try not to uh, get too crazy technical. I do try to describe things in ways that make sense, and I really want to teach uh, everybody. So um,
1: let's see here. But yeah, I'm going to see if anybody's got any questions in the chat. Um, I might read an article here too. Um, let's see. Yeah, I think that'll be it for today. I think I'm going to uh, think
0: of the next episode. I got to get my legal pad. I always, I always have a legal pad next to me, usually. Um, it's not written next to me right now. I was going to start writing down a couple more ideas for some different episodes. I like to kind of pre-plan, I don't like take all day pre-planning for an episode, I usually just write down what I want to talk about, and I kind of go into a couple key points that I want to make, mention, uh, and it's nice to keep the pad next to me as kind of a reminder, because I do tend to veer off track, it's a problem, it's one of my worst problems, and uh, yeah, as long as I have something to kind of center me and keep me on track, I'm pretty much good. But um, I want to thank you guys for taking the time to view this episode. You guys are the most loyal audience. I've got, I have got. can't believe I've got 88 subscribers sometimes. I know it's not like a ton. I know it's nothing to brag about, but um, on my podcast, I get a pretty decent viewership. I'm going to get more viewers on my podcast, surprisingly enough, than the YouTube channel. I mean, the, the podcast is basically the audio from the YouTube channel, ironically enough. I strip the audio from all of these live videos and just download the live videos and then upload them to Anchor. So I'm basically on, just to let everybody know, I'm on Spotify and Anchor. So it's pretty neat. So I got three uh, platforms I'm on. So the more platforms you're on, the better. I want to distribute my voice um, to the craziest extent I can. So um, I just want to thank you guys uh, for even being uh, an audience. You guys always do the best you can to keep. Keep me on my toes, um, and I want to help everybody out. And mainly, these videos, like I say, are not just for the strangers I'm talking to out there; they are for my family, they are for my friends, and I, you know, I I hope my girlfriend gets a lot out of these too. I know that she does watch these. Uh, by the way, honey, other day I said I think in one of my videos, um, that you don't watch it. I was kind of referring to my other, <laughs> my mom, my dad, and my brother. I don't think they watch my show, but I know you do, and I appreciate you supporting me. You do. I know you get a kick out of my weird first off, my show. It's full of mistakes and it's basically just me being me. Um, but me being trying to be helpful and educational, but also entertaining. Um, I will say uh, at the end of this show, at the end of this episode, um, I hope you guys do keep investing everything you can. Um, sit on cash for sure. But what we're seeing in the for the market itself, the stock market, the S and P five hundred, is not going to be real growth. It's going to be, I don't even know what it's going to be. It's it's basically keeping up with inflation. You know, that eleven percent gain is really more like a one, maybe two percent gain in all actuality. Um, if you if you take inflation into account and how much that actually takes down those gains in all in all reality, um, because when you cash out. That money, man, it, its worth is a lot more le- is, is a lot less than you think. Um, so I I prefer to hold on to assets. I prefer to hold on to cash producing assets that give me money just to hold them and increase in value over time. I just look it, it, saving money is so stupid. Just ah, anyway, I'm gonna do a video on that saving money is so stupid. That might actually be a good title, um, because I think I need to I need to get, drive home the pain and how dumb. Saving money um, because it 's a currency, currencies are not meant to be saved they're meant to be moving
1: current water like no, is the way looking. look um, at. but I want to thank you guys for taking the time once again to view this. I will see you guys.